This is Bianca Marie, and you're listening to Hoobazoo.com. You're the dead MC, flying that my feet. You took a nine millimeter rhyme straight to your mind. Damn, my better split. This is my time, so I make my way up the block. Get to home base and lock them. Well, crack the Cavassier and grab the phone. Call one of my troops up. Hope the soldiers when he says, Yo, what's up? What's going on? Make it quick, cause I'm trying to get my stellar on. Go. You grow up in the. These lyrical assassins tried to pull a hit and then boom, came a noise from the other room. It was the boys in blue with the SWAT crew. They got us locked up for lyrical murder. It's one of them charges that you never heard of. It's the booth, the booth, the booth, the booth. Yeah, it's the booth, the booth, the booth. Yeah, we're killing all your podcasts like the HIV virus. You want to battle this kid? Huh, don't even try this. Back the uh. up, think again, count to ten. You want to grab that mic just to get done in? It's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. The booth. The booth. The booth. Yeah, it's the booth. Was he African? African. African. No. He was American and he was like you. He looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just Wait, like okay. you. Jew. Okay. It's an odd crime for a Jew to yeah, commit. I'm pretty docile. Okay, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie. No, you don't. No. no, that's not what I said. Is that what you heard me say? I said he looked like you. Do you look like an African Jew? No, I look like a cop. Yeah. <sighs> he was Caucasian. All right, your boy Sins to One broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to The Booth. It is July 20th, 2021. We are flying along here, and I love it when we get ready to go on the air and when the intro plays. You know, my intro plays, and it kind of gets me pumped up. But, it, you know, it's nice when I see the guests who are coming on the show with me. If they saw, you know, last week I had a great guest on. She was bobbing her head. My guest this week, he's bobbing his head. We're getting ready to get into this show. So, first of all, I got I got to thank my special guest for last week personal uh, accountability coach Andrea Mason was on the show last week I got to thank for coming on good show 
I'm going to make sure to check her out. We've got people already in the chat. Longtime listener Dave Haggerty, who listens to the show, watches the show now, giving him props. He's sitting in the chat. Uh, for everybody who's out there on YouTube, I don't have my YouTube screen open right now, but I want to thank you guys for tuning into the chat today. And my guest this week is a very special guest. He's running for Brockton City Councilor, um, Gary Keith. And I'm going to let him introduce himself because he's the candidate. He has the platform. Let him introduce himself and, and why he's doing this and running again. And I met you through U Sports because we had kids who were involved with the Brockton Junior Boxers. You had a daughter. And you had you actually had a couple of daughters who were involved with cheerleading and coaching cheerleading, um, Cherie, and um, we 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 met you through that program. You know, we met as we met as parents. You know, not as professional people, and we built this relationship as parents through that through that organization. And you know, both of us were very involved behind the scenes in, in the city. Both of us have been involved with sports so that's kind of how my connection here is with gary and as you guys see gary's on this show this week um just last week well the week before last i had mayor um robert selvin was on the show uh two weeks ago before andrew mason and um i just want to let everybody know that the booth is really brockton internet radio i'm based in brockton i broadcast out of brockton but my show broadcasts worldwide but still, it's open to anybody who is running. Um, I follow the rules, even though it's internet, even though it's internet, I follow the rules like it's FCC. Um, if anybody is running for office or a position here in Brockton, reach out to me, get in my inbox. I will definitely get you on. Um, I know there was an ad that I have that's going to play later on for Ward 4 for uh, Mike Smith, who's running for Ward 4. Um, I believe Tito has just recently hit me up. He's trying to get on this show. Um, Bree Nichols was already on here as I met at Prover. She spoke her piece. So if you're out there, you're running for the city of Brockton. I want to be fair. Everybody can come on this show, regardless of your platform. I want everybody to be able to speak. I know Kevin Tachi over at WATD. He does a real good job of getting everybody on over there, but this is just another outlet for people to be informed. And one of the best things about voting is to be informed, especially after this year of COVID social injustices, um, COVID made me working at Logan and also working at MBTA. I noticed that, you know, COVID made government be very aware of where their money is going and who their money is going to. Um, you know, there wasn't just signing the blank check under COVID. People finally had to answer to certain checks and balances and budgets. So kind of walk us through what is, what are you walking into? What is the big change due to COVID and social injustices, as far as running for city councilor, I'm out. And I'm here, I, I got some people that said that they really can't hear you. Let me see what's going on here. Um, let's see here. Up and, because uh, I can hear him, but there are people out there that are saying that they can't hear you well. Let me see if I can bring your levels up and see what we got going on here. I want you to be able to everybody to hear what you're saying and you got going on. Let's see here. Hmm. No, it's on my end. I see me coming out on my end. I see you coming out on my end. I can hear you on my end, but they're not hearing you on the internet. So let me just let me just. See what we got here, and I'm gonna let's see here. Audio, 
this. Boom. And let me give give me a test real quick. One, two, three, four. And I, and I think they should be able to hear you. Um, just was coming through differently. I think I got you though. So again, introduce yourself and I'll re ask you the question again. Okay, well, I'm Gary Keith Sr. I'm running for city council at large uh, for the great city of Brockton. I believe that I have the, I, the experience as a U.S. Army veteran, as a former, as a past member of the Planning Board of Appeals and the Zoning, Zoning Board of Appeals and the uh, Planning and Economic Development Board. I'm uh, married for 35 years, raised a family here in the city of Brockton, over a 30-year resident of Brockton. And I'm ready to serve Brockton. Nice. And the question that I asked him that you guys heard me ask, but you didn't hear him answering, I was asking what is different in regards to, you know, we've, they've had the battle COVID and then, and social injustices and everybody's saying they can hear you now. So we obviously fixed the problem. Um, so I'll let you answer that, sir. Okay. Like I said, I had, I had COVID. Okay. And we really have to take COVID seriously. You know, um, some people say it doesn't exist. Some people, uh, Everyone has their own opinion of COVID. Well, I can tell you that I had COVID a year ago this past May, and I had it really bad. I was down for over 20 days. Um, and every day, my wife wanted to take me to the hospital because, I, I mean, I had every symptom possible. Mm. But I would not, I would not uh, allow them to take me to the hospital and put me on a breathing machine. I, I, I would fight myself. And uh, on the 21st day, basically, I, I woke up. And I told my wife that I was hungry. <laughs> I, I said, I'm hungry. Because <laughs> um, I hadn't eaten all that time. And the bad part about it was that I didn't lose a pound during that time either. So, um, Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but as far as the social economic injustices that are in our country right now, um, we have to fight them tooth and nail. We have to keep fighting them, you know, um, it's something that in this thing and age, I didn't feel that we would, you know, I'm 62 years old right now. I didn't think that we would uh, still be fighting the way we have to fight, you know, but it's a part of, it's a part of life right now as we're still living, going through it. But I will say that we still live in the greatest country on the face of the planet. And what do you think as we head into this election, for, you know, for this city council, what do you think is the biggest thing that we need to touch base on here in the city of Brockton right now at this time? Well, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about the negative parts of Brockton. Um, the thing is, is that we have so many things that are positive in That's Brockton. Right. That's right. Okay. We sure do. You know, and I said this just the other day to someone, you know, we have three commuter rail stations. First of all, we have three golf course. We have three hospitals counting in the VA hospital. Mm -hmm. We have a, a museum. We have uh, the arts gallery. We actually have a Brockton Symphony Orchestra. That's right. That people don't know about that. You know, um, DW Field, I think we need to utilize that more because, I mean, that is a gem. And, um, but as far as, you know, our city government is concerned, trans we keep hearing everyone talk about transparency. Well, I can, I can tell you, you know something? I have nothing to hide, okay? I am who I am. My past has defined me as to who I am today. Okay, it made Gary Keith, Gary Keith. And the thing is, is that we need to be transparent with, our, with the uh, residents of Brockton. They need to know all the way through what's going on. We need to streamline uh, 
the process of people who are trying to get licenses or permits or whatever in the, in this uh, in the city of Brockton. And when I say that, I'm saying that as a counselor, I will actually take a, uh, an applicant and I will walk them through every department because what's happening right now is that we don't have a welcoming center to where someone is showing applicants who want to do business in the city of Brockton how to get things done, you know? And so basically we tell them what they do, have to do, but we don't show them what they have to do. And mm. on the other hand, as far as that goes, one of the biggest questions that we keep hearing is that, yes, we know we have a lot of vacant lots and buildings and things like that. And we need to fill them. But people are always <laughs> saying we need to attract new businesses. Mm -hmm. Okay. One thing about it, Keith, is that I'm pro-business and I'm pro-union. But before we can go out and attract new businesses, we need to solidify the businesses that we have here. We need to do whatever we can do to take the, because we're losing businesses like crazy. We've lost Macy's. We've lost uh, Stop and Shop. We've lost, you know, Shaw's. Uh, not, uh, Shaw's on the South Side. We lost mm -hmm. um, Macy's, Best Buy. I mean, they just came back with a smaller store. But we're losing things, okay? And then, but we're not focusing on what we already have. We need to actually help them to make sure that they are a viable business, that they're digging there. We're helping them to grow their roots deep in the community of Brockton, okay? And give them the help that they need so that they're, they're going to be here for the long run. Right. Then when we go to attract an, uh, a business that's out of, you know, new business to the city, then guess what? The businesses that are already here, there are references to the new businesses coming in, telling them that this is a great place to do business at. Right. And, and so, so I got some people that are saying hello, Dave Haggerty. I got a Sheila McDonald saying hello. So you, you just spoke on something that, that touches me because I had, I had a friend here who owned a business in Brockton, burrito wraps on the East side. And you know, they, they were a good business. They started out down by the courthouse. They actually had two locations, one in the East side of Brockton, one on Montello, but they ended up closing one on uh, actually Warren Ave. They ended up closing one on Warren Ave because it ended up getting robbed so much, so they closed it. Mm -hmm. And what happened was was that here in the East Side, he had that corner slot where Popeyes is now. The person who owned that mall there, Popeyes came and wanted that corner. And what they did was they offered to pay like quadruple of the rent that they were paying for burrito wraps. And of course, you know the the owner that owns that property said, hell, you know, you got 90 days, this is going to Popeye's, and you're going to have to find somewhere else to go. And he didn't have any open available places for him to go. He had actually reached out to the city for help to find another location, and no one really helped him. And he was really tainted by that because he right. opened his business in the city, he expanded to a second business in the city, he was very involved with youth sports, he donated to the junior boxes, he donated to the Downey baseball little league and stuff and he felt you know just a little bit of help of maybe even finding attached property that was seized that he would put his money into and none of that happened and it left a sour right. taste in his mouth and he just up and left you know and and, 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 and you're right you're exactly right you know when you have long-term businesses who you know they're businessmen and they love this city we should kind of help those people find something because there's there's plenty of That's businesses right. in this city that have been scooped up that the city owns like i said to you know mayor Su uh, mayor sullivan when he was on the show here in ward five i've got the old burger king 
that was turned into a Long John Silver Taco Bell, mm-hmm. which we all knew was never going to last in Brockton, a, a fast food <laughs> fish yeah. store. When you have McNenemies and fresh fish out of Cape Cod Harbor, right? You know, it's not. It was a, it was a dead end from the get go. Um, so that property has been sitting there, null and void for years, and it was only open for a year and a half. That's a great piece of property to sell to someone, you know. And that, and you're right, and it. That's the type of stuff that we need to... It's nice to have all this construction and everything going on. That's all good, too. Um, but we need to take care of some of the eyesores, as, as we said. Now, Mayor Sullivan said that Southside's got something big coming. He announced on my show two weeks ago. There's a mm-hmm. movie studio that, that's taken over that area down there on the South Side that's going to bring a lot of money in. My thing is, explain to people about the importance of business in tax base. I was explaining to someone, like you take Raynham, for existence, which has... Route 44, for an example, which is loaded with businesses and Love brings it. the tax base down for residents because you've got this one strip where all the businesses sit and bring you. So explain that real quick before we let you go. Well, basically, it's like anything. And, and the way I, I, I the only way I can put it right now is that. The city of Brockton, we are holding our homeowners. For lack of a better word, hostages. OK, because we don't have the commercial tax base coming in here because we keep losing the business. The other thing is, is that when we do have a business come in, and each one has to be different. And, and when I say that, we had um, a Honda dealership that was here uh, before McGovern, okay? Mm-hmm. We gave them 15 or 20 years of tiffs, okay? And when their time was up, they moved, okay? So the city gained nothing on them at all. Luckily, another dealership came in to fill it. So when I say that, basically, <clears throat> each each business that we bring in, the incentives that we give them need to be different. But the city itself, even though we're, 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 we need businesses, a, a commercial-based business bad, we can't be desperate in our, in our, in our actions to where we're negotiating with them out of a position of weakness. We still need to, uh, to 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 negotiate from a position of strength to where we can't give away the kitchen sink with everything just to get a business here. Right. Okay. If the business if the business is going to come here because they're saving money, we're giving them all these tax incentives, right? And then as soon as they you know made their money, they up and leave us. What do we got again? I rather again focus on what we have. Okay. Focus on what we have. Let's give some incentives back to the businesses that have been here. Okay. Let's help them grow deeper. Let's help them grow bigger. And and like I said, we're going to get ours. If we're doing that, we're going to be able to uh, to help our, our commercial tax base because we're going to be able to attract better businesses. Okay. But but attracting a business, bringing a business to the city of Brockton is not the job of not one just one counselor. It's a collaboration of all of them. They have to work together. And and that's something that we, you know, from time to time, we have not seen in our city council, you know, um, the cohesiveness of the council working together. Now, I'm not saying for them to always go one way, okay? Each person has to be an individual, but they need to be able to negotiate amongst themselves also, you know, you know, they need to be able to sit down without having their own personal agenda, uh, if there is any, and say, you know, listen, this is what we need to do on this. And having an open mind, bring another idea from another perspective into it. 
maybe my solution isn't the whole solution, but it's a start. So now with you, you know, another counselor, he brings another piece to it. You can't put together a jigsaw puzzle without all the pieces, you know, and that's what we have here in Brompton. You know, we, I think our zoning laws are so inadequate, okay, because we have been so desperate to just to get something, you know, mm. put it there, put it here, you know, it has to be the right fit in the right spot, you know, um, we can be better, we can look better, and we can do better, but it takes a collaboration of all of us to do it, and I'll tell you right now, as a counselor, as, as your next city counselor at large, I don't have a personal agenda, okay, my agenda is one agenda for me, and that is to represent and to advocate and be the middleman for every resident in the city of Brockton, whether it's a business or a tenant or, you know, a resident. Right. And we went over our 10 minutes. You know, I just let him go. I got to let these people speak because, you know, you never know who's going to be that guy or that woman. So Flo Jackson says change begins at home and, and there has to be a purpose. Um, again, man, we went a little bit over our 10 minutes, but I don't care because we need to get this information. Out let them know how they can support your cause and follow you, get in touch with you and, and, and your social media. Yes. Well, I am on Facebook, uh, on a regular page. I also have a, um, Gary Kiefer city council at large, um, Facebook page. We're in the uh, process right now. We're building another web page, but my cell number is seven, seven, four. 257-3827. I do answer all of my calls and I do return calls if you leave me a message. My email is gman02301 at yahoo.com. I do return my email messages and we are going to be having a uh, uh, a coming out party. We're going to be having a um, campaign party, for lack of a better word. Um, on August the 12th, okay, at uh, Sidelines, which is now Tommy Doyle's, and um, from, from five to eight. And I would like to see everyone there. We need to make some changes. We uh, have an open seat. I'm not competing against any other counselors. I am competing to gain that fourth seat so I can represent the citizens and residents of Brockton. And um, I'm your man. I'm your man. I'm telling you right now, I got a new attitude, and it's all about Brockton. Let's do this. All right. And Flo Jackson, again, she's asking. She must have came in late. Flo asked, did you serve? Um, I believe she's asking again. We want to put it out there, your military credentials. Please. I am a U.S. Army veteran. Uh, of, I did four years active, two years inactive with the National Guard. There you go. Good stuff. All right, guys. I want you guys to pay attention to this gentleman. And, um, hey, you guys are listening to the booth. As I said, this platform is available to any politician out there. If you reach out to me and you want to put yourself on here or put your ad on here, it will get played. You will get your interview. We don't, you know, you're not paying for time or anything like that. Come on, speak your platform. I want everybody to be able to speak. A lot of people watch and do this. Bo Jackson says, thank you for your service. Mr. Keith. Oh, thank you. I can't, I can't wait to see you. Later on, if you've got anything you need to come on, just just hit me up, let me know, and we'll get you back on the show. I appreciate it, and thank you very much for having me here. I really enjoy it. And the intro, 
Oh man, you have me over here dancing. <laughs> Listen, I can dance. I can dance. This house has got soul. I know. Okay, hey, let's get hey, it. Hey, I hope to see you down at Prova because on, on uh, July 30th, myself and Vienna Marie will be performing at Prova Brockton, which is another diamond in the rough for the city of Brockton. Yes, it is. And yes, you know, a lot of black owned businesses and black owned um, um, performers are, are, are yes. coming there. So we've got C&J, uh, Lady C&J Soul Food, yes. I believe. They're, they've been down there, and Brockton Brewery Beer, black-owned. Mm-hmm. That in Brockton, too. Yes. Um, come on down to Prova, and um, I'll see you there, man. I'll see you there on the 30th. You got it. Keith, thanks for having me on here, man. God bless you, brother. No problem. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with more booth after this. Here we go. Growing up in Brockton, it was easy right, to get sir. into trouble. Keeping yourself busy was key. Even if you were a good kid, you're known for the company you keep. So depending on yourself was something you needed to learn early. Never let them take advantage of you. That fight in you was always there. I've had plenty of fights. Life changes were your biggest battle. Giving up was out of the question. If you felt tired, you pushed through it. These days, I use my anger for a greater cause. Trust is earned out here. Not everyone is looking out for your best interests. You have to be alert and aware of your surroundings at all times. The weak are preyed on. Teeth are sharp, but my ears are even sharper. You have to show how strong you are, both mentally and physically. Prove them wrong. Not everyone makes it out of the city. But an inner city kid getting home, that's what's taken for granted. Some leave when things get tough, but there are still some that stay to make a difference. Tough times make tough people. I've seen things go from bad to worse. People not being held accountable. Others not taking responsibility for their actions. I've spoken up when they didn't have a voice. When public safety was an issue, I took action. When they needed help, I lended a hand. I do things for a better tomorrow. Changes we can all be proud of. Hi, I'm Mike Smith, candidate for Ward 4 City Council. On September 14th, vote for me, and I'll continue to fight for the city. Are you in my corner? Citizens to one broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You are listening to The Booth. I just saw some people out there waving hello uh gloria shea what's going on happy hour with Lido's kevin jeffries what's going on hello everybody out there who's saying hello watching on youtube and facebook we are rolling along i gotta thank my last guest gary keith senior he's running for city council for the city of brockton um you also just saw an ad for ward four candidate mike smith he's running um that's his ad that played also earlier in the show you guys saw an ad play for a trailer for a film, and we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to be explaining that in the entertainment booth. But we're going to get into my um, sponsors right now. Michael Douglas Brittle, MDB Electronics. If you guys got an Xbox controller and it's fading out or drifting or doing whatever, send it out to this guy here. Within 24, 48 hours, you'll be back to gaming. Great guy. Has it you know repaired for me, and uh, he's been beautiful. Great stuff. Great stuff. Also, Viana Marie, um, her music is available on all streaming sites everywhere. Um, she was actually just added to another streaming site that focuses on African and international music. It's actually an overseas website. And um, congrats to her for being added through her distributed distro kid. Um, and again, as you guys heard me telling Mr. Gary Keith that we will be performing on July 30th. At Prova. So you're going to be hearing me talk about that quite a bit. Target Systems. TacticalTargetSystems.com. When you see me down at the range, 
this is what I use. You know, like I said, I'm building my zombie apocalypse, and I got to give a big shout out to Betty, uh, 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 someone I grew up with years ago, and she was on Instagram and she was taking compound bow classes, and I said, "Wow, I need a Daryl, I need a Daryl," and she can be my Daryl on my zombie apocalypse show um, to help out my other compound bow guy. See, as I'm wearing his hat, Oscar Mike Radio, Travis Partington, who separated his patella. Please make sure to go follow Oscar Mike Radio and Travis Partington as he does his rehab. It's going to be about a year before he's back to normal and back to hopefully powerlifting. Big ups to him, but she'll be my backup person. Um, also, rebelrom.com, that's my cousin's clothing line. Want to make sure to check her out, check and see what she has. You might want to let her know that you saw it here on Sinister One Show, The Booth. And new sponsor, Old Colony Pest Control. Old Colony Pest Control comes out and takes care of the pests that you may have. Red Revere is the uh, is the mascot's name there. We've got an ad that's on the way. But Old Colony Pest Control, give them a search. Reach out to them if you got ants and bugs and you need them gone. That's your guy right here. Veteran-owned business, too. Veteran-owned business. You know, always want to that here on the Hoops Do That Work. Uh, Travis Partington taught us that one. Um, let's get into the news booth, everybody. Heading into the news booth, local <laughs> dispensaries last weekend. So, so one of the things that if you ask somebody who smoked weed, you know, why they wouldn't go to the dispensary, they said, well, because my plug guy delivers. My plug drops it off to the house. My plug comes right to the cribzo. My person comes right out to the house. I don't have to leave my house and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Last weekend, dispensaries got the okay to deliver to the home. So your plug guy better be on point because dispensaries are now delivering to the house like dominoes. You place your order and they come out and they deliver. The only thing now, right now, that I think that people are probably complaining about is the difference in prices. Supposedly, you know, a lot of people will tell you that their plug is still cheaper than the dispensary. Or some will say that the quality of the dispensaries isn't as good as their plug. But guess what? That's all going to catch up. That's all going to catch up. The day of having the plug is going to be gone as this gets more and more prominent across the country. And once the feds get their heads out of their asses, and, and make marijuana legit across the board in all 50 states. Once that happens, the plug guy is done, in my opinion. I think I think you're going to see a big boom. And, you know, a lot of these people, you'll, you'll have some people still deal with the plug guy. But I think the plug guy is going to take a big hit. Or the plug girl. Got a girl who's your plug and delivering. <laughs> you know, that's that's good, too. So. But um, again, Marijuana Home Delivery Services launched in Massachusetts last weekend. I'd love to see those numbers after a full week. Uh, This story here scared the crap out of me. Two off-duty Worcester police officers overdosed and had to be Narcan. Now, let me just point this out. They were off-duty. Off-duty. Rodrigo Oliveira and Santo de la Quila were off-duty officers in Worcester, they had to be Narcan, but it's still a scary story. You just don't go off duty and say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot up and or, or do whatever until I have to be Narcan." This, no, this, these guys probably have a problem. They probably have had a problem. Who knows if they hit the streets? 
under the, you know, under the influence, who knows? It's a scary story. And the reason why I bring this up is because you have a lot of people out there who think just because you are against defund the police or things of that sort, and you're, you're this bad, evil friggin' person, you're not. These are the type of stories as to why some people are out there and speaking and pushing that to fund the police platform. Let's take money from elsewhere, put it where it needs to be. Let's, let's get officers who have drug problems the help they need instead of having these type of things happen. You know, let the unions be able to do what they need. Let's do that. You know, let's put funding where certain fundings need to go. It's not always about this doom and gloom scare tactic that some people are pushing out there. So just pay attention. Like I said, this is a this is a scary ass story. Scary ass story. If you haven't heard about it, you know, and I hate to say it, I feel like they're kind of trying to keep it kind of quiet. So today history was made. Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos, you know, the guy who owns friggin' <laughs> the company that everybody can't live without. Uh, his rocket, Big D Energy, going up in space. <laughs> went up and made history as the second commercial flight in July has taken off. For those who didn't know, uh, billionaire, multi-billionaire Richard Branson of Virgin Atlantic, his Virgin Galactic, at the beginning of this month, took off and successfully. I myself, between the two, between Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic, I would rather, if I was to win a trip, because both of these guys have put up sweepstakes so normal people like us, can go on trips in space and I'm going to put in for it. I would rather go on the Virgin Atlantic. I like the fact that it piggybacks, it goes up, it shoots off, it goes into space and then it comes down and lands itself. Um, Blue origin was a rocket. It goes up, it went up into space and it came down in a chute. And that's so like 1960s, <laughs> 1970s, you know, we, we want to, we want to land. We want to be able to see when we're coming down and see some, you know, but again, this is historic. And for those who don't, who are downplaying this and not paying attention, you need to pay attention. This, this is historic. This is, this is the biggest space race in history. This is, this was, this is as big as Russia versus U.S. in the '60s and '70s space race. This is huge. And the fact that these two multi-million billionaires are going toe to toe in this commercial space race, pay attention, people. This is, this is going to change life as we know it. I myself, I'm leaning towards Virgin Galactic. I think he's a nicer guy. I don't think he's full of himself. I think he really cares about people. Not as narcissistic as this Jeff guy. Um, But again, it's still historic and I got to give him his props. So moving on into the legal booth, as you guys can see, insurrectionist Paul Allard. As you see picture here, he's the guy that had the Trump 2020 flag on the floor. Um, an insurrectionist. I don't give a F who you are and what you think. And if you think he's a patriot, no, he's not. He's a criminal. And he had six months added to his time. Um, and he's being granted time served. And, you know, it's going to end up that the rest of his life is going to be ruined because he's probably going to be on all types of no fly lists, uh, you know, credit, everything, everything is going to be ruined for this guy for what he did on June. A lot of people saying, oh, he's getting off easy. He didn't really do that much time. He's he's going to end up doing about a year in jail. And when he comes out, it's not going to be easy. 
because um, that's going to follow him. And, I'm, and if I'm not mistaken, he's probably not. If he had firearms or anything like that, those are gone. If he had firearms, if he was an LTC carrier, those are gone. Those are gone. So, you know, you want to talk about freedoms and rights. He lost quite a bit. So, let's see. Um, let's do this. Let's get into this because I'm, I'm pissed. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff right now I got to show. There's a lot of stuff I got to talk about right now. This is hashtag Free Britney. Last week on this show, I mentioned the the, the the story about you know her being granted now to get her own lawyer, and they took away some of the powers of the of that group that conservatory group. And what happened was was you know after she went up there and and four people apart. Yet, even though she said she wasn't mentally sane, um, her lawyer stepped down, her manager stepped down. And I told people that this was going to be bad. This was not going to end well. So all you hashtag free Britney fans who think the best thing is going on in life, you need to F and pay attention right now. So she wins her, her, her little bit of freedom for a little, no, not all of it, but she got a little bit of freedom. In less than 24 hours of having partial freedom. Britney Spears goes on Instagram and lights up her sister, Jamie Lynn, for performing some of her songs when she had been backing her sister and all lovey-dovey with her sister on, on, on Instagram and, and fate, you know, all this other stuff. And then turns around and she rips him, her apart. She rips the father apart. She goes on and posts this picture of herself, uh, nude from the waist up and, you know, then she posts another crazy picture of her in some yellow, crazy Swedish girl outfit with her boobs showing all out, you know, covered. But then it's just a hot mess. Her Instagram is a hot mess. And for anybody who knows about mental illness, you know damn well that this girl mentally is not well. She is not well. And, you know, again, on Sunday, Britney Spears was allowed to drive because she got back her rights to be able to drive. For those who don't remember, the reason why Britney Spears lost her ability to drive is because she had incidents when she, after she had her mental breakdown, when she was running over paparazzi. Y'all don't remember that? That's the whole reason why 23 years ago, she lost her ability to drive because she had freaked out and drove into a group of pots of paparazzi, ran over one of the guy's foot or leg or something of some sort. Then there was another incident where she drove up on the curb and backed into something because she had some type of breakdown. So here you go. Sunday, Britney Spears was allowed to drive again. Takes out the brand new Mercedes AMG SL63 that she bought 23 years ago and was not allowed to drive. So let me show you real quick. Let me show you real quick what happened here. Here's the video of her driving. Britney Spears. Courtesy of X17 online too. I got to mention that. Here we go.
so that white Mercedes behind her was her security, as you guys saw. That was her security behind her. Um, as you see, it looks like they might have been doing the speed limit. I don't know, but you know, that's her behind the wheel. Then later on, she allows her boyfriend, who you know her own people had said are, are using her, and 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 you know he's this and he's that. Guess what happens? Shortly after that video, they crash the car. Crash the car, and when they get to them, she's worried about the fact that the car's crashed, and she's got this big engagement ring, and she's blabbing about the fact that Sam Ashgari, who crashed the car, the boyfriend that they already said was using her for her fame and fortune, had proposed to her. Of course he friggin' effing proposed to her last weekend. Because everybody who had protected her... <coughs> from making irrational decisions as such are no longer in her life. So again, all you hashtag free Britney nutbags, when this shit goes sour, when this shit goes south, when we're all sitting here talking about rest in peace, Britney Spears, you're going to get a big F you from me when you try to push that sorry, this and that, all you hashtag free Britney nutcases. Everything is going just like I said it was going to go. Not even four friggin' hours after she's allowed to drive, the car is wrecked. And she's engaged to the friggin' engaged to the boyfriend. Give me an effing break. Pay attention, people. It's not that effing hard. And anybody who's dealt with anyone who's battling mental health will tell you exactly what the father, what the sister, what the lawyer, what the manager, what everybody around her was trying to prevent her from having happened to her. But because everybody wants to be hashtag free Britney and she should be free. Here you go, people. Here you go. Keep an eye on this. Like I said, this isn't going to end well. And I'm going to be sad as hell when it doesn't end well. And you're not going to get any pity and sorrow from me, you hashtag free Britney fans, you friggin' nuts. Because you all wanted this. You all wanted this. Well, you got it. And it's coming. Coming. Also in the legal booth, federal appeals court strikes down the law barring gun sales to people under 21. And I'm, look, I'm not torn on this at all. Here's my feeling on this. I've always have felt at 18, you can join the army, Marines, Navy, Air Force. They can put a gun in your hand and they can drop you in a country where you can legally kill somebody. Why not? Would you look, you, you you should be able to be 18 as a private citizen and be able to carry if you can go in the army. Like I said before, I've, I've always felt that. So the fact that 18-year-olds, it, it, the thing is, is you know, you got to pass your background check. And I think 18-year-olds should go to a mandatory class. So I, I just went to a class for Utah to learn some stuff. And I actually learned stuff that I didn't even know. So, hey, guys. 18-year-olds, I'm not hating. Just 
make sure they're protected, make sure they do things right, make sure they get trained properly. All right? In the entertainment booth, as you guys see behind me, rapper Biz Marquee, rest in peace, 57 years old, died from complications, diabetes. Um, it's sad. This is, it's, it's tough. It, this is a tough one. A lot of my childhood is, I'm losing it this time around. I'm just losing it. And it's just not good at all. Not good at all. I'm torn, real torn, um, over this. So just a friend, you know, as a, as a DJ, again, this year alone as a DJ, it is tough. Cause now when you play just a friend, you've got this attached to it. DMX up in here. Humpty dance shock G it, it just the list of this year just goes on and on and on and on, man. This is a tough one. 57 too. That's you. Uh, you guys have no idea how this hits home, but again, complication with diabetes. He actually went in the hospital last year. So, you know, and, and he lost his battle. But again, those of you who are diabetic, you know, that, that fight is rough, man. Got to listen to what they tell you. Got to listen to what they tell you. Um, Moving on, in the entertainment booth again, Sinister to One, Vianna Marie, July 30th, 4 to 9, Prova. Check us out. We're going to be there performing for the whole night. So be there or be square. <laughs> also, second annual Mardi Gras in New Portland, Maine. Myself and Vianna Marie will be performing at this event. And we can't wait for that either. Can't wait for that. That's going to be, I'm going to be. Super, 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 super ecstatic for that. <laughs> so, um, also, um, Boston Casting is shooting. Well, Boston Casting is casting for people to be in this Whitney Houston biopic that's going to film in Boston, Quincy area. So make sure you're on that list because they're looking for singers. They're looking for people to portray certain parts and roles. This is a big film that's being shot here. So you want to make sure to check it out and, uh, Look, I can't wait. I can't wait to see exactly what is going to happen here with this uh, film. I I just can't wait. Um, Moving on into the entertainment booth. Uh, Money in the Bank. Let's see here. Oh, actually, I I already showed the trailer for the film This Ain't Normal, which premieres in August on Showtime. I got to thank my man Malik Williams who actually uh, dropped that link today for the trailer for that. That's That was filmed. It's a documentary based on the gangs around the Boston area. I'm going to try to see if I can get Malik or someone from this film on the show. Create a Buzz documentary is what you want to follow. Um, I'll probably be playing that trailer. Probably, I think I'm going to be playing it every week until it debuts in August. Um, also in the entertainment booth, WWE's Money in the Bank. Even though John Cena came out and surprised everyone, um, it was a very successful event, again, for this pay-per-view. The only thing that really pissed me off, other than this top story, is the fact that Kofi Kingston from Massachusetts got his ass kicked again at another pay-per-view. I'm so sick and tired of seeing Kofi Kingston get his butt kicked and lose at every pay-per-view while dominating on TV every week. 
Every week, Kofi puts in work. And then when we have a pay-per-view and Kofi Kingston's supposed to get his shot, he gets his ass whooped. Embarrassingly. I'm tired of it. But, on the other hand, Big E wins Money in the Bank. He's got that Money in the Bank briefcase. He can cash it in at any time for the title, which is held right now by Roman Reigns. But this is big, because way, way back on this show, we talked about Big E. When I had guys like Ryan Carpenter on and Kevin Tocci, we talked about Big E. We talked about the fact that he has really come a long way from being that bodyguard guy. And, you know, he, he, he's doing mic work. You know, he's entertaining and, and athletic in the ring. So the fact that he's here and he's got that briefcase and can cash it in that at any time, what if he doesn't go after Roman Reigns? I mean, damn. We'll see. We'll see. Because I think a, a, I would like to see him go up against Lashley, but he's got to cash this in for that heavyweight, that heavyweight title. So let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm still proud of it. But Big, you know, he, Big E has come a long way, and we we love it. We've been watching it here, and um, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Marvel MCU Blade adds director Basim Tariq from Magu Magwai to the Blade MCU movie. That's the reboot. Can't wait. Uh, but they also have a writer that um, a lot of people don't know about, Stacy Osei-Kofer. She wrote Watchmen, and she wrote Hunters, which is on, I think it's on Amazon Prime. And I also think that, was, that received um, Emmy nods last year under COVID, if I'm not mistaken. So she's a damn good writer. So Blade is, whew, Blade is rounding out to be something pretty serious. And um, Titans, Titans 3, season 3 is here. And actually, I got to actually pull this up. Hold on. Let me pull this trailer up for you guys. So if you guys are watching Titans on HBO Max, and if you're a DC fan, um, you will know that this season is going to feature Blackfire. And for those who aren't familiar with Blackfire and who Blackfire is, you have no business watching uh, Titans, in my in my opinion. Um, why? Because that would be Starfire's sister. And you should have been known that if you are <laughs> a fan of this show. So what I'm going to do here, let me just, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm getting you guys this trailer for Titans season three. And let me get it to you right now. Here we go. I was out here all alone once. Bruce made me go out into the forest by myself for the first time. I had no idea what was out there. He was just a boy. Those were the lessons that he taught you. Bruce was a psychopath. Using fear to control everyone. You need to make sure that this doesn't happen to someone else.
it's over for me. Be a better Batman. Barbara? Welcome back to Gotham, Dick. Batman's gone. Gotham. It's mine now. We're investigating this new Red Hood case. Bruce, he said, be a better Batman. The Titans got this. You know how crazy that is, right? Trying to step into your father's shoes. I do, Commissioner Gordon. Whole world is turned upside down. I think I'm losing my mind. You're gonna dove? I'm gonna hawk. We need to stop him. For cases like these, we've been using a consultant. Scarecrow. Dr. Brain? Dick Grayson. Red Hood is a biblical brother. The king moves stealthily in the shadows while the pawns are sent to the teeth of destruction. It's just his opening move. Where I come from? You come after family? We show no mercy. August 12th, people, season three, Titans. <laughs> Not playing, boy. Even though even though MCU is still kicking these. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I can't leave that out. Because I just watched the season finale of Loki and Jonathan Majors as Kang. Yo, that was an epic performance for one episode. He is the next villain heading into the MCU universe. Kang is the villain. And they introduced that in with the Loki. And then they tell us that Loki season two is coming. But again, Jonathan Majors, who was on, on the Lovecraft show on HBO, um, totally different character. His acting was totally different. And to be honest, if you watched him on Lovecraft and then you saw him on Loki, yo, that boy got range. <laughs> That boy got acting range. Completely different. It was it was awesome. Um, it does not surprise me that this man is up for an Emmy, which is something else that I'm going to be talking about in this next topic right here. Uh, Emmy nominations have come out 2021. The full list is here. Um, 38, I want to say like 38 uh, people of color um, are actually here in this whole you know it, this is this is a big big deal this is a humongous deal um i'm pretty happy about it and oh you know, let me see here if i can pull these up here let's see I got my list right in front of me of all of this. I, I'm not going to go through them all. I'm just going to mention exactly uh, outstanding drama series, um, some powerhouse shows, um, a lot of superhero stuff too. Um, the Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, The Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country, Pose, Handmaid's Tale, This Is Us are nominated for outstanding drama series. That's a tough one. I mean, I'm a big Mandalorian fan, and the way the Mandalorian season two ended, 
<laughs> I'm giving it an Emmy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yo. I'm. I can't be. I. I'm biased. The way the Mandalorian M ended, it's getting an Emmy from me. I don't care about all these other shows, and I like a lot of these other shows. But hands down, outstanding comedy series, Blackish, Cobra Kai. I have no idea how Cobra Kai is in the comedy status. I don't. I don't get it. I don't see how it's a comedy. I feel like it's a drama with action. Um, but it's in there. It's it's. It's up for an Emmy for comedy series, Pen15, Emily in Paris, Hacks, Ted Lasso, and The Flight Attendant. So I'm real. It's a tough one for me. I like Blackish, um, but I don't think either of those two are going to get it. I think it's going to go. Oh, The Kaminsky Method is another one that's in there for best comedy. Outstanding lead director in the drama series. Um, Jonathan Majors is in there, but he's got a lot of tough people he's going up against. Outstanding lead actress in the drama series. Um, Junie Smollett, which is Jesse Smollett's sister. Um, she's in Lovecraft Country. She may get it, but we've got a lot of people from The Crown and The Pose. Uh, Michael K. Williams, supporting actor in the drama series for Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country got a lot of nominations. HBO Max is is doing it big. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Mandalorian. You know, I, I don't even know why he was nominated. He was only like in a, a few episodes. And to be honest, him and Kyle Weathers are both nominated for Mandalorian, and I, sometimes I feel like that was just the woke, you know, everybody's woke because, you know, The weekend allowed these 38 people to be nominated because The weekend exposed all these these groups, these secret groups who were picking, hand-picking uh, people to be nominated. So I think we're kind of seeing that residual effects of everybody trying to be kind of woke for a point. But, I mean, again, we'll see. Um, outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series – uh, Jillian Anderson from X-Files, she's being nominated for The Crown. The Crown has got like three three, three women who are nominated. Uh, Handmaid's Tale has like four and then one for Lovecraft Country. We'll see. It's going to be uh, uh, different this year around. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Ted Lasso. Looks like I might have to watch this because that show has got a lot of nominations for Emmys. That and um, this other show, uh, I'll have to look and see. I, I haven't checked them out. Outstanding lead actress, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross and Blackish, Kelly Kuko, Flight Attendant. There's, you know, there's a lot of shows here that I, I haven't really watched other than Blackish. And I think I saw a couple episodes of Hacks. Uh, outstanding supporting actor in the comedy series. Sad Night Live's got two nods. Keenan Thompson's one of them. Keenan Thompson's funny. I'd love to see Keenan Thompson get an Emmy, but Ted Lasso, there it is again. Ted Lasso's got like four people getting nominated for supporting actors, so I might have to check it out. Paul Reiser, the Comiskey Method. Paul Reiser's a good guy. I like him. Hacks is also in there. Um, outstanding supporting actress in the comedy series. Saturday Night Live has taken down three. Kate McKinnon, who's like my secret <laughs> crush on Saturday Night Live. She's nominated. A.D. Bryant, she's a riot. But Rosie Perez, a name I haven't seen in a long time for the flight attendant, she's nominated. And then again, Ted Lasso. Again, dominating, you know, the, the, the Emmys. I, I gotta maybe have to check out this show. Outstanding limited series. WandaVision is getting the nods for an Emmy on this one. So let's see. But it's going up against the Underground Railroad, the Queen's Gambit, I May Destroy You, and the Mayor of Town. So we'll see. Outstanding television movie. I didn't see any television movies last year, really, to be honest. With you. Uncle Frank, Dolly Patton's Christmas on the Square, Robin Roberts Presents Mahalia. Probably about Mahalia Jackson. 
Oslo and Sylvie's Love. I didn't see any of those. I can't speak on them. Outstanding lead actor in limited series of movie. Paul Bettany, WandaVision. He played Vision. Um, great actor. I, I, I could give him nods, but he's got to go up against you, Gregner, you and McGregor. Um, and then you've got a couple of people for in Hamilton. He's got a lot of tough people there. Uh, outstanding lead actress in limited series of movie. Elizabeth Olsen, guys, you see her picture right there. WandaVision, best actress, outstanding. She's got to go up against Kate Winslet, like, you know, Titanic fame, Bear of Easttown. Um, I may destroy your Queen's Gambit and Aretha. So we'll see there. Um, I'm going to be rooting for Elizabeth Olsen. Being an MCU nut, you know who I'm going for. Outstanding supporting actress in limited series of movie. Mara Easttown, they're really trying to run away with this one. Um, Catherine Hahn, who's the villain, WandaVision. We'll see about that. Um, outstanding supporting actor, ton of Hamiltons. Ham- and Hamilton, I wouldn't be surprised, runs away with that one. Outstanding guest actor in a drama series, Courtney B. Vance in Lovecraft Country, Charles Dance in the Crown. And I don't know why Don Cheadle is nominated for this for Falcon and Winter Soldier and Timothy Oflant for Mandalorian. I don't know how Don Cheadle is nominated for his performance in Falcon and Winter Soldier, yet Anthony Mackie isn't nominated for his role as the Falcon for Outstanding Lead Actor. I would, if I had to, I would take that. I would take that Emmy nod away from Don Cheadle, or take it away from Kyle Weathers in The Mandalorian, or Giancarlo Esposito. And if I could give, if I could take one away and give it to Anthony Mackie, it'd be one of those three. Because I think Anthony Mackie deserves an Emmy for his performance in Falcon Winter Soldier. It's a tough performance, and it was very, you know, it was, it was, it had some racial stuff in there, and I think he played it off well. And um, you know, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that myself. Um, outstanding guest actress in the drama series, uh, Handsmaid's Tale is. Got a lot of nominations in this one. The Crown, This Is Us, and Ratchet. Um, outstanding guest actor in the comedy series. <laughs> Senate Live has got like five of the nominations. And then there's one Comiskey method for Morgan Freeman. Um, <laughs> if Morgan Freeman loses to one of these, Alec Baldwin may just get it, though. For his portrayal of Trump, which he can't do anymore. He's not going to be doing it like that, like he was. I mean, he can come back and maybe do something. He's not going to be doing it like he was doing it. So, baby, so outstanding guest actress in the comedy series. Uh, two of those is going to stand that live with Maya Rudolph, who I love. She's a great comedian. Kristen Wiig is also funny. It's a Ray Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO. If you guys have not watched Black Lady Sketch Show, it is probably the most underrated, unseen show. It is funny. It's a Ray is hilarious. So, check that out. She may steal this uh yvette nicole brown is also nominated for her stuff in black lady sketch show if you don't know who yvette nicole brown is if you were a fan of the show community on nbc like i was uh yvette nicole brown was on that show bernadette peters and jane adams are also nominated outstanding variety sketch series black lady sketch show going up against saturday night live man that's a tough one i i ain't even gonna touch that I ain't even going to touch that. <laughs> Outstanding variety talk series. Conan, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel, John Oliver. I like all four of those friggin' shows. All four of those shows I love. Oh, actually, all five. But if I had to pick someone to get that Emmy, 
I'd have to choose between Stephen Colbert and Trevor Noah because Jimmy Kimmel caved in to the cancel culture and took and took a year off. So I I I can't look Jimmy in the eye and give Jimmy Kimmel an Emmy because he caved in the cancel culture and took a year off and used his kids and family as an excuse as to why he's taking time off. Face that shit. Night after night after night, you joke about everybody, you you rip on people, and then when people decide to start ripping on you and try to cancel you, you decide, I'm going to take off a year and, and spend time with my family. I don't think so. No Emmy for you, Jimmy Kimmel. Trevor Noah was in his house still every week pumping out shows for Comedy Central under COVID. I, I got to give it to Trevor Noah or Stephen Colbert. Both of those guys was going hard during COVID. Both of them. I got to give it to them. John Oliver's show had just come out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got I to go with Trevor Noah or Stephen Colbert, and I'm leaning towards Trevor Noah for this Emmy. Sorry, that's where I'm going. Outstanding competition program. Um, Amazing Race nailed it. RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. And from, you know, I would, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Amazing Race. Um, but one of the things that I do know is that nailed it made a lot of noise. And RuPaul's Drag Race made a lot of noise. And... If I'm going to pick something, I'm picking RuPaul's Drag Race without knowing any of the other competitions. My guess. That one. <clears throat> Let's see here. Last one. Outstanding host for reality, a reality competition program. RuPaul's Drag Race, Queer Eye, Nailed It, Top Chef, and Shark Tank. For their hosts, I, I still got to go with Drag Race. If 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 anyone wants to beat Drag Race, Top Chef and maybe Shark Tank is where I would be on that. I, I think that's where I go. But that's the Emmy nominations uh, heading into the sports booth. Uh, last week I talked about wide receiver in the Keel Harry and how he should have just kept his mouth shut. His agent should have kept their mouth shut, and um, they shouldn't have said anything in regards to. Uh, this whole thing with him wanting to be traded. Uh, I discussed how I felt with him in the off season and, um, you know, where he should be. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's tough. I think it's tough for people to kind of pick and choose what they think. He should, I I don't know. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) I don't know how to say it. I I think what has to happen here is, is that to keep his mouth shut and play, but Adam Scheffler come out and, you know, he said what he felt was necessary. That's, that's kind of what is going on here. And I wasn't happy with it, you know, but Adam Scheffler come out and kind of said the same exact thing that I said. And I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just keep your mouth shut. Come out here, perform. Let let yourself let your let yourself speak for you, and then get paid. Because I myself, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't open the mouth. And Adam Scheffler agrees, but he said they were a week ago in the show. So 
Uh, moving on in the sports booth, Tom Brady led the Buccaneers to a Super Bowl with a torn MCL, and that is crazy. For all y'all who are doctors and saying this isn't true, it's fake, he didn't do this, blah, blah, blah. He had an immobilizer on pretty much most of the season last year. Immobilizer is to keep his knee straight so he doesn't re-tear or re-injure his ACL. That was, now we know it's torn. And to be honest, his O-line gave him a ton of time in the pocket, able to throw the ball. Um, I'd like to go back and see how many sacks he took last year. I, I want to think it's in the single digits for last year. I don't even think he took that many sacks last year. So we'll speak on that. Um, NHL prospect Luke Prokop comes out as gay. He is being prospected by the Nashville Predators. Uh, he is the third professional player to come out this year. Um, so big props to Luke Prokop for that. And I have no idea why my <laughs> Zoom is not agreeing with me today. Um, that just like this. Uh, also, Monday Night Football telecast. How is this happening? (laughs) Monday Night Football telecast, the Peyton Manning brothers, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, are coming to Monday Night Football alternate telecast. I can't wait. I'm ecstatic. I'm psyched. Um, Both of these guys are pretty funny, and I'm ecstatic. I can't wait to see them come and take, you know, the reins. Well, actually, they're not taking the reins because it's an alternate broadcast. So you're going to have to watch it like on a different channel, streaming network or whatever. But I think I'm going to watch these two guys versus the ABC broadcast. Well, actually, it's ESPN. So only the local games will be attached to um, the local provider. So we'll see. We'll see. Keep an eye on it. Um, and let's get into this. Naomi Osaka becomes the first black female athlete to appear on the Sports Illustrated swim cover. Now, I thought... One of the friggin' Venus Williams sisters did a spread, and I thought one of them had been on the cover. I would have lost this bar bet. If somebody had bet me this in a bar, I would have lost. Because I would have thought that one of the Venus Williams sisters had been on this cover in a swimsuit. But they weren't. Naomi Osaka is the first female to appear, athlete, first black female athlete to appear on a sports cover. But we also made... Other, get into it. Lena Bloom. She is the first Afro-American transgender to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue, which comes out in August. Um, Also will be, as you can see right there, Naomi Osaka pointing herself on there. Then let's get this. Boom. Rapper Megan the Stallion is on the cover of the <laughs> swimsuit issue. I I don't know how we can hate. She's making history. Her music is doing it all. I, I feel like she's overrated, but she's doing it. And I got I gotta give her props and say, you know, congrats. I guess gotta say congrats to Megan the Stallion. Cover the swimsuit issue 2021 in August, making history. First female rapper to grace the swimsuit cover for Sports Illustrated history. So three people, congrats. History in the making. Big props to them. And um, 
We'll see. I know a lot of guys were on my thing when I shared it. They was drooling over them pitches. <laughs> so uh, let's get into the Biden bomb shows before we get out of here. For those of you guys who are always constantly talking about uh, gas prices and the president affecting those gas prices, shut up. Again, the president has nothing to do with the president. Guess what? We've had a little bit of that price rise at the pump, and everybody was throwing this up there and saying, oh, it's Biden. That's why the gas prices. No, it's not. You know nothing about gas prices and how it works. OPEC controls the prices, period. OPEC oversees and controls the flow of the supply and demand. The reason why the gas pumps have had price increases in the last few months is because OPEC and the two warring families who control OPEC were making up and getting their COVID money that they lost back by getting a little bit of money at the pump pumps by creating supply and demand dumbasses. So now it's gotten to the point where it was so bad where they had to get together and now they had to agree to end this dispute to produce more oil to handle the demand because everything is opening back up worldwide. You see what I'm saying, people? They created this rise in prices by not producing enough oil to get to the pumps worldwide. Drives up the prices. And they get filthy, filthy rich. Because they lost a ton of money under COVID for one year. A ton of money. So now they have agreed to end this dispute, which means prices at the pump should go down. And all you Biden supporters who are going to say, hey, the gas prices are going down, it's because of President Biden. No, it's not. Stop it. Both of y'all, it has nothing to do with the president. OPEC controls those prices. So do your homework, people. Ninja with knowledge here. All right? Do your homework. Stop talking all this BS. Also in the Biden bomb shows, Tom Brady shows solidarity with Joe Biden today as the Bucks went to the White House to celebrate their victory. And it's so funny. It's so hilarious that I actually had to put it into my Are You Serious segment. For real. Um, and I'm not going to say much. You guys just got to watch this video. And I'll tell you right now. Tom Brady has been removed from Donald Trump's Christmas list. For real. Here we go. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. It's uh, certainly an honor to be here. Uh, thank you very much for your hospitality. Uh, your entire staff has given us today. Um, I think what... Behind me is an amazing group of, of players. We have a bunch of coaches and staff here sitting down. And uh, it was actually a very challenging seasons for a lot of reasons. Um, but we bonded together. Uh, we worked really hard. We put all our individual agendas aside, and we came together as a team. And sports has an amazing way of bringing people together. If you look at us, we're all a little bit different ages. I'm a little older than most of them. Uh, but we come from a lot of different places across the country, a lot of different schools, a lot of different backgrounds. But uh, we love each other. We're committed to one another. Um, and when you do that, amazing things happen. And um, these guys are an amazing group of men. Um, it didn't look great there. At one point, we were 7-5, and five, struggling a little bit, um, as the president alluded to. Um, but we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, 
fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. (laughs) Why would they do that to me? (laughs) So, uh... It's great to be, you know, we're on the eve of football season. We start uh, tomorrow practice, and we're going to do everything we can to work to achieve another one of those Lombardi trophies. Um, It's a different group of men. It'll be a different challenge, but we're excited for it. We're excited for the opportunity to compete and work hard and um, show everyone what we're made of. So um, we're not going to throw the Super Bowl trophy this time, Cam, but we're going to offer President Biden a special presentation from from Mr. Glazer, and then we're going to challenge... 11 of us, uh, 11 White House interns to a game of football here on the lawn, and we intend to run it up on you guys, so get ready to go. Thank you. Thank you, man. Unusual number, huh? 46. Thank you, thank you. Not just one epic troll, but two epic trolls to Donald Trump in that speech by Tom Brady. Two epic trolls. Man, I love this guy, Tom Brady. (laughs) Man, oh man, oh man. Unbelievable. Epic, epic. You can't get any better than that. I'm pretty sure Donald was like, get him on the phone. Get Tom on the phone. <laughs> oh man, that oh, I wish I could have been a fly. Uh, moving on, those are the Sinister Storm beanies that you guys see there, available for purchase. Uh, they may not be available for purchase soon because I think I might be taking the last of them to Prova on the thirtieth to just give away to people. Yep, Dave Haggerty. Brady got jokes. He got a lot of jokes. And and I can tell you right now, Dave, <laughs> Donald Trump was not happy at all. He was not. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. You know, everybody's turning against him. Talk back with Gloria Shea saying, great show. Thank you for watching. Also, to everybody out there who's supporting and purchasing beanies out there, we appreciate you. UFC fighter Peter Barrett. Tough loss last week, man, by decision. But as we all know in MMA, you can't let it get to the judges. Can't let it get to the judges. That's like the number one rule in MMA. So we got to make sure about that one next time we're out there. Um, Big ups to my man while we're talking MMA. John Doomsday Howard. My boy John Doomsday Howard is fighting for CES on August 6th. Big ups to him. I'm going to see if I could try to get him on the show. But right now, he's probably training hardcore. Follow him on Instagram. I might even support him by wearing his shirt here next week. Uh, my artist, Viana Marie. Maddie, sees Sports for You and Me. Kevin Le- Jeffries from Happy Hour with Lito. Travis Partington. Boy, I got your hat on right here, boy. Get well. That patella separation is no joke. One year of rehab and rebuilding. Um... Please support Travis. Follow him on Instagram. Follow his journey on Snapchat. Follow his journey on Facebook. 
show him some love and support. Tell him send us the one sent you. He is a Marine veteran. He's supported and 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 fought for this country. So get over there, help him out, show your support and and inspire him um as he makes his journey recovering from this patella separation. Also to my brother Big Up Ty Hunt, Tyler Zanowski, Mr. Melodic, all you guys, and make sure to check out Oscar Mike Radio's podcast, Maddie C Sports for You and Me. And also I gotta add a couple of more banners up here for Sinister One Productions. Uh talk back with Gloria Shea. I'm going to have to add that logo up here as another podcast that I help produce. Her show is seen on Saturdays at 11 o'clock and she alternates. So every two weeks, Gloria has a video show and then she has an audio show. So she alternates between her weeks. And this week we have a good gentleman on and I I have his name, but I don't want to mess his name up. So you want to make sure to check out the show. Um, he is an activist in the city of Ohio. Um, she's in the chat. If she drops it in there before I, I get out of here, um, I'll be able to mention his name that is going to be on this Saturday live. And she's actually working on somebody here in Brockton. Hopefully we can link up and she will have this young lady on her show. It's a great story. Um, and we'll go from there. Again, I got to thank everybody for tuning in the show. July 30th is Prova. I'm going to be performing at Prova with Viana Marie. On July 30th, so come on out, hang out with us. That's right there in the the old uh, Bat City Center Plaza, which is off of Crescent Street, right there where Joe Angels is on the backside. Um, you want to come down there, and then, like I said, is you know we're going to be performing in Maine, and there's a video shoot for Zaza music video, Zaza music video for Brandon Grimes. That's this Sunday, and it's a secret location. So if you want to attend this video shoot this music video shoot that's going on on sunday um please reach out to brandon grinds on facebook or reach out to viana marie on facebook Um, but they're taking it back and i believe there's a performance by exit fame and it's for the video shoot is for the music video zaza coming off the album rich on welfare brandon grimes out of boston want to make sure you guys check that out Reach out to them. Get involved with this music video shoot. They want to pack the house. And other than that, hey, you know what? SpongeBob, do me a favor. Thank everybody and take these people home. Well, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics instead. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, nah. Maybe a little more down, down in here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I made it, no repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, but y'all think I'm playing. And I gotta hit now for these weak ass hoes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing, cause I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean ass whip. I don't need that shit, cause I got my own now. 